In this episode, I speak with Antoine Abiad from Aziz Delicatesse, a third generation family owned business that was started in 1955 by his father Aziz in Beirut, Lebanon. Named one of the 50 greatest food stores in the world by the Financial Times in 2021, this is a true testament to the standards they hold and their strength of character to withstand setback after setback. They strive to proudly serve their customers a top quality French experience outside France. Antoine imports the finest produce from many countries, including France, Spain, and Italy, to name a few. However, his true passion lies with the wine cellar he grew to become one of the largest in the country before the more recent economic demise. Antoine continues on with his father's legacy, running the family business along with his sons with the same amount of optimism, grit to keep showing up every day, and hope for what is currently an uncertain future. Welcome to the Rare Conversations podcast. I'm Leonie Milano, and I chat with creative entrepreneurs and business owners around the world about what it takes to start, sustain, scale, and sell a business. We talk about real-life scenarios to help you understand the path before you, to inspire your journey. I transitioned from working in film, TV, and global events to working with creative entrepreneurs through mindset coaching and mentoring. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs embrace the journey, understand themselves better, accelerate their growth, and get the most out of life, making sure they have a hell of a lot of fun along the way. Antoine, it is an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. How are you? Fine, thank you. And you? I'm very well, thank you. Where to start? Your family business has survived financial crises, multiple wars, the horrendous explosion in 2020. How have you managed to sustain your business through these times? And what is it that keeps you going? Oh, we still have because we have almost 60 families that are depending on us. Even in the darkness years of the war, we kept paying salaries and we kept we kept running this business because it's like a like a duty that we have, especially uh, it's a mission that we have, especially to to, to continue uh, to offer the, the 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 French to the Lebanese a way of living mainly à la française. It was mm-hmm. like a mission for us. For that, we kept, and we're still here, and we, since 1975, 13 of April 75, when the war began, until now, mm. until now, now we are surviving a big, big, uh, huge, not not the explosion of the port, the, the huge financial and uh, and uh, economical uh, crisis, and we still, we are still here. Until when, I don't know. Now, we have, we have, believe me, we have... It's becoming worse and worse. It's so hard to even understand how this has gone on for this long. And I think it's incredibly complex to understand. How is your business these days, despite everything that is still going on? We can't, Honestly, we can't complain. We can't complain, but we are deploying all our resources and energy to continue. But mm-hmm. why, we, why we don't complain? Because we, uh, after all, we, we target... Perhaps now, before it was 10% of the Lebanese, now even less than 2% of the Lebanese that can afford a certain way of living. 
I believe that it's sure it's very difficult and uh, too much challenges, but we're still here. Until when, we don't know. It's an incredible tenacity that you have, that's for sure. And you are a three-generational family-owned and run business. How did your father get started in the food industry? My father was, he, be, he began to work very, he was very young. He used to work at his uncle's shop. We used to have more or less uh, a shop in, in downtown. Mm-hmm. And after, after some years of experience, he decided to open his own, uh, first uh, shop. It was in 1955. Right. And in 1970, he, he did a great, a great, he, 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 he bought another shop uh, next to the first one and he, be, he made a really very beautiful shop in 1970. And uh, I remember after, because uh, when the war began, they, uh, the first one month or the second month of the war, they put like a dynamite to our shop and the French, the French newspaper Le Point did mm-hmm. an article about it and they said, Aziz, between brackets, the for sure of Lebanon was uh, dynamite. Amazing. They, were, they, they compared his shop to shop, uh, for sure in Paris. After, after all, and he continued, war after war, problem after problem, uh, first dynamite, second time the, the, the shop was burned completely, the third one was completely destroyed also. Oh my gosh. We, uh, yeah. that's, that's unbelievable to get through all of that. Last year, you were named one of the 50 greatest food stores in the world by the Financial Times. Um, this is an exactly. incredible... We, we were surpri- honestly, we were surprised. We don't know. Nobody, nobody contacted us. Like, we, we, we were surprised when we read it. Would you consider this to be one of your greatest accolades to hear this uh, from the Financial Times? Uh, yes, sure. It, it, it makes us very, very happy, but uh, our greatest uh, accomplishments is to stay here every day despite all what, what is happening. I think so, yes. You have two, the two locations, the Kantari neighborhood and exactly. Zalka village. Yeah. Do you plan on expanding anywhere else or Let are you still you, surviving? In the, begin, in the beginning, sure, sure, sure. We, are, we were planning to expand in Lebanon at some, mm-hmm. uh, at some point. But now with the situation since 2019 until now, we decide to expand outside Lebanon. Now we are studying many, many options mm-hmm. to see if we go to any, I don't know which country. We are, we are still studying this, all the options. So maybe we'll see you in Dubai. <laughs> it's, it's, very, it's very possible. That would be great. <laughs> you also have one of the largest wine cellars in the country. Where do you get most of your wine from? Mostly we have, we have from all over the world, but mostly I can say even 85 or 90% of them are from France. Oh, that's from, a lot. Uh, right. Burgundy, Bordeaux, Valais de la Loire, Alsace, all the areas in France. And do you yeah, we, travel there to yeah, choose? Sure. Sure. I personally go to choose many wines and I, li- I, li- I like wine. I only drink wine. So whenever mm-hmm. I, am, I go, even when I travel, even for holiday, I, I, I try to try, when I go to a restaurant, I try a new wine. I, to, I like wine. It's a, it's a huge word. Every day you can try something new. 
What is your favorite? Many. I, I, I really taste many. My, to be honest, my favorite is Le Ville Lascaz, Chateau Saint-Julien, Chateau Le Ville Lascaz. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite wines, but sure, I'm not, I will not be I... stuck on drinking Le Chateau Le Ville Lascaz all my life. <laughs> of course. And now, what was your first job within the family business? I begin by, to be honest, by doing the, the basic things, mm. the very, very basic things. My father was a little bit, a little bit hard, and he, he wants us to learn, my, my brother and I, he wants us to learn everything in this business. So we, we begin in this, uh, believe in the small, small things in the, in the shop. Serving like, the customers. Example, uh, re- re- refill the, the shelves. Well, you know the show. Well, you will know the business inside and out. Exactly. It's a good way. It's a good way to start that way. What part of the business do you find to be the most challenging? Not. I, w- I would not say challenging. I would. I would be. I would say exciting. For me, it's wine. Whenever anybody ah. wants to talk about wine, I'm ready. Because <laughs> I told you, like I told you, it's it's uh, the wine in the shop. It's my baby. Mm. During my father's time, we used to sell wine but not as as we were we were selling before 2019 mm-hmm. i remember when i can tell you a story my my father was sick at the end of his life and i used to go and see him almost every year and we asked, he used to ask me about the business how what uh, i told him we are receiving we received the container this week uh, he told me the container of what wine he told me a whole container of wine <laughs> you we use import <laughs> 100 cases every 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 two years <laughs> and and before 2019 we we arrived to import almost 15 container of wine by every year oh. the business in wine was growing incredibly wow. so what what is it like now now it's very difficult because I, I'm still importing, but it's very difficult because it's more and more expensive. And people mm. used to drink wine in the restaurant, in French wine in the restaurant. Now they are shifting to something not expensive or, or Lebanese wine or, or even not wine. They're drinking a, a glass of vodka or gin or whatever, anything else because they don't want to spend money. They don't have any more money to spend like they before. don't have it, right? And we don't exactly. have also many, many of many of people from the Gulf used to come to Lebanon and spend too much money into wine or any other things. Now they are not coming anymore. Right. Or, uh, with the explosion happening with the war, and it looked absolutely terrifying. It it was really really terrifying. Every every day we still thinking about my my son lived. In front of the port, perhaps 200 meters in front of the port. And he was in his apartment. And wow. it, I don't know, it's a miracle that he's still, he, he's still alive. It really is. Yeah, what we lived, it, if I, I, rem- I also remember the, the, the seconds or minutes after the explosion, they, there, were, there, there were a silence everywhere. Mm. It was something, believe me, incredible. I think everybody would be in so much shock to experience yeah. something like that. I, well, I remember. I, mean, I remember this time, especially today. I was looking to, to the news and I saw the, all the destruction in Ukraine. I said, it was Beirut was all destructed in in in, in some seconds. 
It's, uh, it was absolutely heartbreaking to see it because we saw all the videos and the children and the families trying to move the children out of the way. And yeah, I think yeah. this is something that everybody will remember for a long time. When you are going to work every day, what is the feeling that you're having? I mean, you're going through so many things. People normally are worrying about their business. You have all these other things to yeah. worry about. Exactly. Our business now, it's 50, I can say 50% of our time is to solve the problems, not, not to be productive. <laughs> You have the catering side as well now. Yeah, since, uh, since a long time ago, long time ago, since 2000 and something. Right. And how is that side of the business? All depends on the seasons, all depends on people when they come back uh, to Lebanon, you understand? Because even, even many people left Lebanon, and especially after the, after the explosion of the port mm. in 2020. So, but it's okay. We can't, we can't complain. It's difficult. We are, we know that it's a very difficult period, but we, we to be honest, we don't complain. And so it your doesn't father, help to complain. <laughs> no, it doesn't help at all, does it? <laughs> your father was living in France? No. No. But we got, we got, we got the French, the French nationality for the service we did to France without living in France. Because we, ah. we, we are representing the French way of living in Lebanon. Do you think you would want to move there at any point or just try to stay in Beirut for as long no, as... No, until, until further notice we are here and we're still here. And even if uh, day after day we are, uh, we are really disgusted of what's happening, especially politically speaking, it's until, I told you, until, until further notice... It's still our, uh, still our uh, uh, mission to be here. Of course. Especially, you are, to be honest with you also, we are too much invested here, too much invested in yeah. all cases, in our stock of wine, the shops. Uh, we have a cellar, for, of, a big cellar, where we stock our wine of uh, almost 1,000 1, square meters. Right. And uh, now, now my stock is really low because, because of the situation, because of the bad situation. And we have, uh, I can say, around, uh, around 25,000 boxes of wine. Usually, you used to, I used to have the four times more. Yes, in, it, in good times. <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm excited to jump in here and let you know about my upcoming program for 2022. People say knowledge is power. But that's not entirely true. If you do nothing with that knowledge, it's worthless. If you implement it, you become unstoppable. Creating your own business takes work, commitment, dedication to getting tasks done, working through the frustrations when you realize it's more than you thought and you feel like you're always on the verge of quitting. The easy thing to do is give up, but that just perpetuates a cycle because when there is something you can't stop thinking about, something that you really want to create, you'll never be able to shake it. What we're not taught in school is how our brain actually works. It is so hardwired with our individual beliefs based on our own life experiences that it takes the utmost awareness to know what you need to do differently to achieve your goals. This is the single biggest thing that can be the deciding factor on how well you live your life. 
When you're starting a new business, there are stages you need to go through. Analysis, planning, testing, strategizing, taking action in tandem with accountability and support, etc. This is what I help my clients with. In my 10-week program, I'll take you from being stuck and not knowing how to grow to getting clarity and confidence that will get you to the next level. We'll make sure your niche, target market, offer, and strategy is solid by implementing systems and a step-by-step action plan to strengthen your foundation that will allow you to grow faster than you could have imagined. You'll gain clarity and confidence with every step not ever having to return to where you were ever again. I work with a limited number of clients at any time and to really help you, it needs to be a mutually beneficial fit. This is for someone serious about their growth, for someone who's tired of just getting by to having a healthy business that actually makes money. If this sounds like something you're interested in, send me an email to hello at leonimilano.com that's L-E-O-N-I-M-I-L-A-N-O.com with the word apply and we can jump on a call to see if this works. If you can tell me one thing that you got out of this episode, I'll add an exclusive bonus. Now let's get back to the episode. What kind of advice would you have for anyone going into business in the food industry? Aside from all of the things that you are trying to manage with wars and economic crises, the advice is that it, it will go to every business, to be honest. Mm. To be honest and straight with people, uh, you understand. This is the most important advice that I can give. What, what other stories can you share about your father when he was running the delicatessen? My father was a rock, to be, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Even when his shop was burned for the second or third time, it was in 1976, I think, the second day when he lost completely everything, the second day he went and started to look for another location because he was believing in Lebanon. The second day, I remember I, I was in 1976, I was 13 years mm-hmm. old. I remember when they told him that the shop is burning, some friends come to him to, 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 be, to, be, compa- to, to, to be compassionate with him. He, he ordered whiskey for everybody and they say, tomorrow is another day. And the second day he went to look for another shop. Incredible. To, to, yeah. That is was, a very good attitude to have. I asked him, why? Why you decide to, to continue the business? Why don't you decide to, to leave Lebanon? He told me, he told me, this is the thing I, I know how to do. It was, <laughs> it was something yeah. that I know how to and do. And very well. Yeah. And, and what about, what are some of your favorite times that you have had over the, the years that you can remember? My best, my best satisfaction in business when, especially now when people come to, to our shop last Christmas, last week, last every, more or less every day we hear it. Thanks God that you're still in Lebanon because without you, there's many things that will be missed. It would be. I would love to talk about all the incredible food that you have produced from Italy and France and Spain. Can you talk a bit about, and, and elsewhere? We have more or less everything. 
from we have uh, for example for the cheeses we have from France from Italy from Switzerland from uh, Spain in the cold cuts also we have the best foie gras from France we receive even we, we sell uh, smoked salmon from uh, Scotland we have uh, caviar from uh, from sometimes from Russia sometimes from Iran Mm-hmm. and uh, we have uh, we still believe you still have uh, whenever we have a little bit lack of something we try to make uh, or, or we ship them by plane or we have the best iberico jamon uh, 33 uh, 36 months old and the cold cuts so we always have uh, arrivals by or by plane or by boat for dry things We, we have we have two in each shop we have two generators that working 24 hours over 24 and when, when, right. when what is fresh come from in plane so we don't have any problem mm-hmm. and what is uh, dry come uh, we have a big uh, big warehouse so we don't have any problem to manage the stocks and everything and what is uh, a little bit uh, risky that we don't know how this change the situation will uh, will be mm. so i i used to tell i used to tell in the beginning of the crisis in 19 2019 i used to tell my sons no problem everything is paid we don't have any debt maximum we can drink them all the wine that we have we can drink them <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to worry we don't owe any penny to anybody to anyone <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite food I like to eat believe me what it's important for me when when we are when I'm going to dinner it's not what we want to eat it's what what I want to drink right to eat I, I, I prefer to be honest I prefer fish I prefer something light to eat right I prefer something light to eat even though I I like I like I li- like wine like food also I like to discover everything mm. but I like to eat very very little something uh, raffiné And mm-hmm. but what is important is what to drink. Would you ever consider starting a vineyard? It's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's first it's a big investment. It's a very nice investment, but it's a very big investment. I I have some friends who started this kind of business one in France, one in Lebanon. It's not as easy as somebody can imagine. Mm. And it's, it's like like everything in life, especially in wine, especially in wine it's something uh, on a long 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 term run it's not uh, okay we bring uh, some wine we do some bottles and that's it <laughs> it's a very long term business yeah and what about your sons you have one of them still working with you now. and one is in yeah, france yeah one is in france even though he he owned a part of the company but after 2000 after 2020 explosion he did he, he was he was he wasn't happy here and i respect his choice mm. he was the friends. one living near the port no was, no oh the other he, one was he, he live uh, he, yeah but even even all our houses was was broken even my house right. now when when you finish i will show you the port from me, from here all my house was, was completely destroyed all my house was completely completely destroyed my other son too and the shoes of the the one who is in front of the port uh, where were you when it happened me i was in i was uh, swimming i was just finished my swimming session oh. and i was waiting i was reading in the sun 
the last afternoon, I, I like this moment when you can, in the end of the day, when I can, after swimming, I can read, and boom, it's, it's incredible. It's, I, I, will send you, I will send you by WhatsApp some picture about my, my son's house and my house <laughs> to see how, how it was in which conditions. But and thanks, how... God, until now, every day I say thanks, God, First war, second war, the economic war. I, I didn't have personally, I didn't have someone close who got touched or, the, or it's, uh, I have, mm. I have really a big chance. I'm very yeah, lucky. It's, it must have been very scary. What other stories do you have about your father? I told you this is the best. The second day he began, he began to look for another location. Mm. For me, it was uh, until uh, until I asked him. It was always a, a, mystery, a mystery for me. And I think you might have when you see gotten the, his his um, resilience and optimism. Exactly, and what 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 he taught me most is the honesty. Mm. He used to tell us, "Pay everything you have to pay." To know what you have in your pockets for you or for the suppliers, and uh, even even during the war, when people, the beginning of the war, 1975, 1976, 77, even when there was a, bit, a little bit restriction from the banks, they are not they were not giving people their their, their money. He asked for credit for for his new shop. He got the credit directly because they know he he was honest and uh, a good guy. Right. He had a very good reputation. Exactly. And what do you see for the future of Lebanon? It's a very hard question. We don't know. What, Believe what, me, we don't know. We don't know. We don't yeah. know if, why. Uh, do we, my question, do we deserve all this? Of course not. Leo, you, you, don't, you are not living here. I don't know how much you are involved in Lebanon or what, what, what do you hear. But it's unbelievable what we are living now. Unbelievable. The stress, mm. the economic situation, the political situation, everything is unbelievable. I don't know what, or they are stupid, our dirigents, or they are stupid, or they are... It's baffling. Uh, it's, it's utterly baffling how... Exactly. With, with international help, it is the most mind-boggling situation. I, I think even, even, the, even the, international, the international communities don't want, don't want to help us anymore. I think that. Because they haven't been successful, right? They have tried. Well, they are, uh, how can the same people that may, may, made this crisis can solve it? Mm. It's the same team. Mm. It's a lot. The same team, impossible. I told you, they are stupid, thief, and incompetent. Or it's incredible. Yeah, it's definitely incredible. Um, well, Antoine, I want to say thank you so much for sharing this these stories with me about your deli. I think it's truly extraordinary what you and your family have achieved and the standards that you have managed to keep during all of these astronomical events. And you're still smiling. This is the Thank most incredible. Thank you, Leo. Thank you. This is the most incredible. Thing. In English. Oh, no, no, please don't worry at all. Excusez-moi, mais mon français est un désastre. 
So you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> but thank you again. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. My pleasure, Leo. Next time I'm in Beirut, I will come and visit. Yes, you tell me. I will for sure. Thank you so much. Okay. See you. Bye-bye. You've just finished listening to an episode of Rare Conversations. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love for you to leave a review and share it with a friend who you think would be interested in this topic. And if you have a business question, please send it in to us. We may very well answer it in our next episode. So be sure to tag me on social media at Leone Milano. The show notes and other information can be found on our website at www.leonimilano.com. Thank you again for listening, and we look forward to having you back with us again soon.